Good evening and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host Sarah Arnold and tonight I want to get into some things that have happened since my last episode posted. So for those of you who are joining me, um, I was seeing someone locally from about early May until, I'm going to say mid-August, if I had to try to pinpoint a timeline. Might have been a little closer to early August, but whatever. Like, we're not going to split hairs because semantics, right? So, I ended things because of a few different reasons. Like, realistically speaking, it's a few different reasons. Um, you know, um, part of that had to do with, how would I describe this? Like, I didn't feel as though he had the bandwidth to deal with my emotions. And at the same time, I did not have the bandwidth to deal with his and I say that because of basically how each of us responded to the other in a heightened emotional state, right? Um, I'm pretty sure I did a previous episode talking about, um, like my anxiety attack, um, at the dinner that we went to where I was meeting some of his friends for the first time. And so that would be my heightened emotional state. Um, his was coming into the first anniversary of his mother's passing. And, um, it's evident to me that, and this is something I expressed like, I tried to be as honest without being, um, like, brutally honest as I could, you know, because I feel as though he did not have the emotional intelligence or maturity to be able to express, like... You know what I mean? Like, honest, like, maybe honestly isn't the word I'm looking for. Like, express vulnerable emotion in a mature fashion. And by that, like, I'm talking about being able to just directly say how you're feeling without any caliber of passive-aggressive behavior, um, manipulative behavior. You know, there's certain communication dynamics that go into those types of phrases, you know, like, so things to that effect, uh, experiencing that period kind of cued me in to how I did not have capacity to hold space for him, you know? And at the same time, it also cued me in that he did not have 
the capacity to hold the space for me. And I had expressed this to him. Anyhow, that's pretty much why I ended it. Like, there's a, there's other reasons as well in terms of like not like pattern repetition and things to that effect, but whatever. Either way. So since my last episode dropped, um, he reached out to me literally the day that I posted it, probably within the hour. Um, and if you've been listening for a little while, you know that the last episode I posted was basically about being rejected by somebody, you know what I mean? Where I would like, like how I was taking being rejected by somebody and, um, the fact that this person who, you know, at one point or another thought that they loved me and was in love with me now is capable of turning around and stating that, you know, I'm assuming they were referencing the uh, individual that I had reached out to had done, you know, being able to state that they had dodged a bullet or, um, that they should have served me bleach and disposed of my body when they had the chance. And they re they only regret not doing that. And the basically, uh, calling me a narcissistic cunt because of what I'm assuming was not getting into that same state within the context of the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, like another way to put it would be like, like I, I refuse to match his energy, you know, like I, I'm not in a place anymore where I want to feel that kind of spite for another human being. Like, I don't want to carry that. And I don't think that... I don't think that having those types of feelings for another person in any kind of a relationship is beneficial for anyone you know and like I've been sitting on these communications and at the same time the other thing that I've been doing like I've been wanting to talk about it for a while but at the same time I haven't wanted to talk about it because this motherfucker is listening, you know? And so I've kind of gone back and forth, like in my head a lot. I've gone back and forth over whether I'm going to take the time to actually mull this through in the platform that I've been using since February, or if I'm just going to fucking sit on it. 
and, you know, let this motherfucker impact me in that capacity and in that context of basically silencing my voice and, you know, subconsciously invalidating me through that methodology, you know. And to be fair, I don't even think that's like a conscious thought. Like, I, I really don't see that being like a conscious thought. And t like, I don't know if he is legitimately as toxic as all of this, you know, like filth that he is spewing at me. Or if it's again, one of those things where it just goes back to like, hey, I don't have the emotional maturity to be able to process these emotions you know because like at the end of the day like the only reason I'm at I am where I'm at in terms of being able to process my emotions in what I think is a healthy manner at least compared to you know how how I used to be and who I used to be is because of all of the things that have fallen apart in my life you know like In, I don't know, like, so, like, I'm not saying this in the context of a judgment, but an observation. Um, and I think that's one of the other reasons why I feel like I don't have the bandwidth, like, I don't have the bandwidth to deal with, to hold space for you with this guy, because, like, I can't heal you. I can't be around somebody that's consistently angry about everything in life all the time. And I'm not fucking Bob the Builder. It's not my job to fix you. You know? Like, these are the lessons that I learned from my failed marriage. Like, and my experiences in dating after that failed marriage. Because I promise you, like... Being in a long-term committed relationship with somebody for, you know, I mean, 15 years, I promise you, like, like, and I mean, if you want to be technical, it's kind of been closer to 20 because pretty much the only person I was involved with after my first husband was my second husband. <laughs> so, you know, like, I got involved with my first husband in 2002 and yeah, like, yeah, like, it's been 20, you know what I mean, 20 years since I've really been, like, dating in a kind of context outside of my spouses. It's, a, like, it's such a crazy thing. It's very, dating in the modern age is very different um, than what it was in, like, the late 90s. You know, the, la the last time I had any real experience with this was in, like, the late 90s and early aughts. And a lot has changed. The landscape has changed in a plethora of ways. And at the same time, too, um, like people, like just in general, seem to have changed a lot from that. And some, some ways good, some ways bad, you know. Like, obviously, I've changed a lot since then. Because, you know, to not experience some category of growth in a 20-year time frame, like, yeah. Like, I don't know. And so, like, I've been trying to process this. Like, and then, like, I think rather than processing 
this experience, which, like, I think the only thing to do at the end of the day is really just, like, let it go. Like, it's obvious to me. Like, like, there is literally nothing I can do, you know? Like, I, I feel confident that, like, whatever it was that I needed to learn or needed to see or whatever in terms of, you know, not repeating the same mistakes. Like, I, I think I got it. Like, if there's something I missed, then I don't know. But, like, it's weird. Like, it's really weird because, like, I'm almost 41 years old and I, like, I've been through a plethora of different circumstances with both my spouses and, like, even with people that I was involved with before I ever got married. And, like, I think that's why I'm, like, why this baffles me is, like, <coughs> I've never experienced this kind of behavior. Like, I've never experienced this, this level of, um, hate, you know, in the context of a situation that allegedly was at one point a loving one. And... Like, the closest comparison I have to this is when my parents split up, you know, in terms of, like, toxic behavior. Like, that that's the closest parallel that I have in my life, you know what I mean, of, like, this category of, uh, I don't know, like, overly emotional communications that are not healthy. Um... <laughs> Like, I don't know how to describe it different. I'm sorry. Because, uh, like, I know my mother, like, and mind you, though, that was after a 20-year commitment with somebody um, in some interesting circumstances. Um, not to be confused with a period of, like, three months with a fucking stranger, you know? I mean, that's a little aggressive, and it might be, you know, but... These are apples to oranges comparisons of circumstances. And I think that's the other thing that baffles me. Like, I don't, like, I don't understand it. Like, I really don't understand it. Like, like, I think the baffling nature is what keeps me stuck, like, mentally. Because, you know, like, with everything that I went through, with my former spouse, like, I know definitively that my ex and I both contributed both positive aspects of the marriage and negative aspects of the marriage. That is not a question. That is a statement of fact. We both contributed to that. Like, we built that into what it was. Like, period, dot. Um, and despite everything, you know, I still don't harbor ill will towards my former spouse, you know, like, and like there was a period where I was so frustrated 
within the confines of the marriage. I wouldn't say that I harbored ill will, but um, that the resentment and the anger and the frustration that I was carrying was just too big of a burden, you know? And like once I relieved, relieved myself from that circumstance and that environment, like it took a little bit of time, but I was able to step back and reflect and see a culmination of different things that had happened and even have communications with my former spouse on the topic, you know, and like have real, like, honest and vulnerable dialogue about what happened, what went wrong, um, you know, how each of us contributed and, you know, apologizing in earnest for the role that I played in that and even to this day you know like my divorce was finalized in April of 2022 right and even to this day like I don't harbor that type of like I don't have I don't carry that energy for my former spouse you know, like I don't, I don't carry the same rage. I don't carry the same resentment. I don't carry the same anger that I did before I moved out, you know, before the events unfolded the way that they did, you know, and despite everything that happened, like there is still a part of me, like there's still a part of me that can see, you know, the positive traits of the person that I had married, you know, there's still a part of me that sees, um, you know, like we did have good times. It wasn't all bad. It's just in the end, the bad outweighed the good. And, you know, neither of us was capable or willing to have that vulnerable, honest conversation, you know, or like really listen to each other. Um, and so it was like 15 years of repeating the same fucking fight, you know, with no solutions, you know, just the problem that continues, you know, and sometimes new problems getting added in and it just got to be too much, you know, but like at the end of the day, like I still love that person that I built a life with. Do I think that we're better not together? Yes, I do. Like, I do think that each of us needed to not be in that relationship and fucking grow as people because, you know what I mean? Like, we grew, like, for lack of a better way of putting it, we grew up within the confines of a fucking marriage, you know? Like, we got together in our early 20s and ended, like, at, like, 40, you know? We're almost 40, so... There was a lot of maturation or lack thereof that happened within the confines of that marriage. And, like, at the end of the day, I love my former spouse. You know? Because I can reflect and see, like, you know what I mean? 
because I can reflect honestly and remember the positive aspects as well. And at the same time, I can love this person and know that we are better apart than we are together and that there are areas in which we are incompatible. And a lot of those areas were the wounds that festered when we were together because we were trying to force it. And I think being able to step away from that commitment with that kind of a mindset and understanding has me very confused uh, about how you can on one hand tell somebody you want to be with them you know forever whatever you love them and then at the same time carry all of this rage when they step away from you and do what's best for them you know because as much as it fucking hurts if you love someone you want the best for them no matter what like and that's that's where my mind is at and that's where my heart is at like I firmly believe this if you love someone at the end of the day you want what's best for them whatever the fuck that means you know that might mean life without you and that's what love is that's what genuine love is is whatever is best for them you know sometimes it's sacrificing instead of self-serving and sometimes those sacrifices have to you know be made on your part like I don't know it's just weird to me like I don't like even when I'm at my most enraged which like I, I can't even remember like it's been years like it's been literally years since I've been you know in a state of like rage like that where I've carried that kind of feelings towards another person but um even with that being said um like I just I don't know like I don't understand like the only thing I can conclude you know based on my own experiences is that like either a that was a lie or b this motherfucker doesn't know what love is you know like maybe he needs to love himself you know learn to love himself and take care of himself and invest in himself you know I don't know like there's something about this that's just like I think the only option like obviously is to let it go but I think for whatever reason like my brain is stuck on like try like trying to understand you know because 
Fucking. <laughs> I always want to know the why. Like, for whatever reason, like, that's just a thing. Like, that that's always been my thing. Like, I feel like I've been asking that question since I was a child. You know, we're asking questions. You know, I always want to know what's underneath, you know, what's what's behind the curtain, what's under the mask, you know, what is the unseen. And I think this is just one of those circumstances where, like, I have to accept that two completely contradictory things can be true at the same time. But... Like, I guess I would say this is a hill that I, I'm willing to die on. Like, genuine love does not harm. Has no intent to harm. You know? Genuine love is wanting what's best for the recipient of that love. Whatever that means. And... The more I think about that, like, the more just, you know, like, I feel like I need to maintain striving to give that to people that are in my life, you know, where, yeah. Because, I don't know, I want everybody that I love to be happy and healthy and sometimes that means saying the hard things, you know? And that's another thing that I've come to appreciate as well, is that sometimes people that love you will tell you the things you don't want to hear will tell you that you're fucked up and will call you out on your bullshit instead of just letting you ride it out you know but hmm. it is what it is the only thing I can do is fucking release because clearly <laughs> like, like there's nothing else to do you know like after hearing that level of threatening, ignorant, fucking word vomit, like, you can't fucking reason with that. Like, you can't fucking reason with that level of over-emotional, you know, whatever. You, you fucking can't. So... Like, I think it's just time, like, to purge anything I have that reminds me of him and continue moving on with my life, you know? I'll let it go. Because I can't fucking hold on to this shit. Because that's toxic, you know? That's the, that's the shit that'll kill you. And so I gotta walk away. On, you know, in all ways possible. Yeah. <laughs>